Hello, and welcome to Dining with Dustin, the podcast where I, the host, and you, the audience, just grab a meal or some food of any kind, and we just relax while I discuss the history of a revolution. This will most likely be the only podcast that I ever do, so I hope you enjoy this once-in-a-lifetime event, and without further ado, let's begin. Hello, I'm your host, Dustin McCoy. And today I will discuss why the Spanish Revolution of 1936 is a success or a failure. Um, I will not give my opinion until after I explain Spain's history from 1936 to close to modern day so that uh, you will have an open mind and to interpret it how you want to rather than having like a predisposed bias based on just what I'm saying. Um, And now it's time to dive into Spain in the 30s. And to begin with this, it is 1931, and Spain's government was known as the Second Spain Republic. And during the Spanish Civil War, which lasted from 1936 to 1939, there were actually three governments throughout Spain. And one was led by a left-wing Republican, and the other two were led by socialists. But the part that I'm mostly going to focus on in this next little bit is the life under the Republican government. So basically, the working class did not want to be under a working government, like a working Republican government. So what they looked to do was to change Spain into a libertarian communist country. So they were all anarchists and they wanted to change the way that Spain was run. Some of the working class's goals were to have a working control of industrial facilities and to eliminate social influence by the Catholic Church. Um, How they began was also just almost overnight. This working class had created militias, seized factories, and collectivized land. The reason that this happened so quickly was because the Republican government in Barcelona had done absolutely nothing to protect the citizens and working class from General Francisco Franco. And now I'm just going to go off and pause real quick on the Spanish Revolution for a second just to explain that the Spanish Revolution began at the beginning of the Spanish Civil War. And with the help of fascist Italy and Nazi Germany, the nationalist leader Francisco Franco had a goal of combining fascist and monarchist political policies in order to convert Spain into a totalitarianism society. And just real quick, the Spanish Civil War lasted from 1936 to 1939, whereas the Spanish Revolution only lasted about 10 months before it was suppressed. Okay, now back to the Workers' Revolt. The largest anarchist military unit that had formed in this whole outcome was called the Derudi Column. Now, the Derudi Column knew how to fight fascism. They were gaining victory after victory, telling peasants to collectivize their land and had converted them into anti-fascists. However, the biggest problem with these militia, the biggest problem was the fact that they lacked a hierarchy in their groups. Now, the whole point of an anarchy is to get rid of authorities. So how are they really supposed to function as a militia without a main leader? I'll tell you how they function. Pretty well, surprisingly. From the research that I have done, it seems that most people who had seen the militia fighting in person were actually thoroughly impressed by what they were doing. 
Now, the downfall of this revolution begins when the militia had been completely cut short of weapons. George Orwell described the situation as, quote, a government which sends boys of 15 to the front with rifles 40 years old and keeps its biggest men and newest weapons in the rear is manifestly more afraid of the revolution than the fascist, end quote. This basically means that the government had felt more confident that they could defeat Franco during the Civil War than they could defeating these anarchist workers' militia. They were basically terrified of them. In the end, the revolution was put to a standstill in 1937 due to a few factors, one being Francisco Franco merging all nationalist parties into one, thus becoming more powerful, and another being corrupt leaders in the bourgeoisie of the left-wing militias. So now that we have talked about the history of the Spanish Revolution, I'm going to talk about why I think it was a success or a failure. But first, we're going to have a word from today's sponsors. Just kidding. I don't have any sponsors. I just need an excuse to pause the podcast for a second so I can take a bite out of my apple and you not hear the crunching. But now that I'm back, the big question is, was the Spanish Revolution of 1936 a success? And my answer is simply no, it was not. And I will now explain why. In my human revelations class, we define a successful revolution as, quote, an attempt at making lasting changes in society, politics, culture, etc., end quote. In terms of the Spanish Revolution, they were seeking change, so technically it is still considered a revolution. However, the change never happened at all. Well, I mean, technically Spain did change, but not in the way that the anarchist militia wanted. Instead, I would consider the Spanish Civil War a success because from 1936 to 1939, at 1939, Francisco Franco managed to win the war and turn Spain into a totalitarianist society. So this basically means that he was now a dictator over Spain. Furthermore, come the late 1940s and early 1950s, Spain was in a real deep depression after Franco had taken over. He actually decided to shift more towards an uh, authoritarianist society with limited pluralism. And this basically just grants more input on how to run Spain rather than having just one public figure running the whole show. And since this regime change actually occurred, Spain has been functioning pretty well. And even now in 2020, if you look up what form of government Spain has, it's actually a parliamentary monarchy, which is exactly how Franco intended it to be from the very beginning of the start of the Civil War. But a question we could ask ourselves is, could the Spanish Revolution have been successful? And I think the answer here is yes, it, it could have. The government at the time just was absolutely terrified to see how things would have turned out with the anarchist militia in charge. And honestly, I do not blame them. I personally can't imagine how a country would have been ran without some form of hierarchy and balance. And the world needs balance, and without a leader with checks and balances, there cannot and will not be a balanced country. Eventually, for the workers' militia, not having a main leader to follow could have been one of the main downfalls. Or it could just be that the firepower that Franco put together could have also been a big problem. And I would imagine it would be pretty difficult to win a war against a large part of Spain that Franco was a part of, 
Germany, and Italy. Plus, Stalin had just come off of having to fight the Bolshevik Revolution back in 1917, so maybe he had more insight on how to defeat a revolt even of this stature. Also, this was the first anarchist revolution that had ever happened in the world. So the fact that the Daruti column and the other militia were doing as well as they were, they were very, very intimidating to just Franco, Germany, and everybody. They were able to be successful for several months until their side just absolutely began to crumble into pieces. And there can't be any success in anything that you do with a group of people, and I would assume especially in a war, unless there is some form of unity among all components, and that's exactly what Franco had that the workers' militia didn't. And so did this revolution want change? Yes, they did. And it started off extremely strong until it just hit a peak, and then it just dropped from there. And due to the corruption within the militia, poor leadership, and honestly, too strong of an army, these are the reasons why I would say that the Spanish Revolution of 1936 was not a successful revolution. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes today's episode of Dining with Dustin. I know there wasn't much dining on my end, but I hope you were able to relax, enjoy a snack, and learn a little bit about Spain's history. Thanks for joining me, and if you like this episode and you want more, then I would recommend you put this episode on repeat because, like I said in the intro, there more than likely will not be another. But I do hope that you all have a great day and an even better week. See y'all later.